nothing much dude just just home man living the life living the life busy life the life of a 30 year old you have like all these like pains that like uh you don't escape in your in your youth (laughs) so they creep up on you in your 30s and then you gotta go see like chiropractors and a bunch of other specialists and like lump you in with like the geriatric like adults that like annoyed you as as a younger as a younger adult so you're catching up to me now see ya Nick Riggs made the coolest intro ever. Go check out Champion Heart Media and go check out his band, Stay Wild. But thank you so much, Nick. That is so sick. And also, guess what? If you want to support me, go to anchor.fm slash home and throw like a lot of money at me. That'd be sick. I mean, this is free, but you know what? You can still have it for free, but it'd be dope if you threw me some money. Just not, just, you know, I'm not being pushy, but it'd be sick. But okay, okay, that'd be cool. Guess what? Enjoy this episode. Hey, everyone. This is a podcast and I'm here with... Uh, Omar Loera of uh, Crude Dudes and Evil Ways. Dude, dude. Okay, like, <laughs> so right off the bat, I need to, I, I wanted to, like, start off, like, uh, because I, I, and I just, like, just saw it on your story, but, like, uh, you, okay, so you said, like, soon, and it should Crude Dudes. What is that, dude? I'm stoked. <laughs> okay, so uh, Daryl, our singer in Crude Dudes, he's got a public access channel show uh and youtube show oh, that planet, he produces planet? yeah it's and he's got uh, i don't know if it's planet planet but he's got this other thing too called k night where it's like karaoke night oh yeah yeah and he has like friends come down and like they sing songs and and he records it and stuff like that but like this time he figured like hey man like why not have like a band and like we just do a cover and he's like, what better, like, first band to get than, like, his own band? So yeah. I was just like, okay, yeah, let's let's go ahead and do it then. Oh, so um, I'm not going to say the, I'm not going to say the cover because it's a surprise. Okay. But it is, it is an old, it is an old song from the 60s, which is all I could disclose at this moment. <laughs> dude, oh, dude, I'm so stoked. That's so sick. Yeah. But uh, we had to do it in very tight, um very tight coordination with covid because our guitar player donovan is living at uh is living with his girlfriends whose parents are at high risk so he unfortunately couldn't make it down but we're gonna incorporate that into like the into the the story and it'll it'll look really cool once it's all once it's all said and done and produced and brushed with the fine tooth comb and everything (laughs) dude that's so sick i'm so excited man that's gonna be so Mm -hmm. awesome Dude, yep. dude, because like when I saw, because I saw it like I think it was this morning that I saw it. And I was like, oh no way, dude! I, I, like, just because like I've, as soon as like we played with you guys, like I was stoked. Like you guys were so so much fun and like, and I like, dude, yeah, I just, oh, I'm so excited because just to know that you guys are doing something new is so badass to me, dude. I know it's it's great. And see, like I feel. And this is like something that I've I've noticed and I've and I've kind of like done to like my favor in a way because I've always just like had like I've noticed when people are in like side projects uh-huh. it like r- really like brings out the hunger in the people in the other bands to like do stuff yes with their band so like as soon as I start saying oh yeah I'm jamming with the other band Evil Ways are like oh well let's get this thing together where like we're gonna <laughs> like get together and like uh record uh record us doing a cover and we'll like air it on this this public access show so i was like oh heck yeah <laughs> i'm super into that now that's so, so it's it's like it's like a good balance of like it's not really so much rivaling it's just more of like man like i'm just i'm hungry to do something dude ex- kind of a thing exactly yeah <laughs> Dude, that is oh, dude, I'm so stoked. That's so, but dude, also, so yeah, you brought up Evil Ways. Like, how did how did that project come to be? Which I know you might have might have sent me something at one point. I might have listened to the whole thing, and it might have yeah. been really cool. But uh, yeah, continue. How did that start? So basically, they were already a band. Uh, my buddy Russell, who uh, I'm not sure if he plays in any like really known bands now, but he used to play in this pop punk band that was pretty known called Smalls oh, okay. like a few years ago. And uh, he he and these other guys started a band called A Theme for Jackals. 
which was freaking awesome and i never got to see them live but like they recorded that what that demo that i sent you oh okay and so that's that that doesn't have none of that has me on it whatsoever and uh they were just like oh, okay well we need a bass player and i was just like dude i'm freaking down to play bass and like they haven't really done anything i don't know what happened i guess they had like a uh the drummer didn't really want to play music the drummer and the bass player didn't really want to play music anymore so they uh quit the band and then the singer was like hey like let's reincarnate this with the guitar player and then a whole new lineup of a drummer and a bass player so they 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 talked to me and then they acquired george from uh rotting out to play drums whoa (laughs) and uh then yeah and then we just kind of like started practicing from there We, we learned that entire I don't know how many songs I sent you, but like we we learned, I think it was like like four or five songs, and uh, nah, we're just we're just tight, tightening those up and then writing new songs right now. Um, we did recently uh, play a show on YouTube not too long ago, so if you uh, Google, uh, I mean Google search, if you YouTube search uh, <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Connors on YouTube, you should be able to find a, a live stream that we did on there but other than that yeah it's been great it's it's such it's 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 such a different like vibe from like crude dudes but like still very much like in the same community of like punk rock like that whole like diy like everybody's just like out for each other kind of community which i really which i really like and stuff so still really awesome yeah dude no and then like it, I, it's crazy like it's cool that like you just joined like like i didn't know you joined it i thought you were like one of like the the members that started it and like oh no <laughs> <laughs> dude but uh it's it, that's that's so cool and of course yeah i love i love that idea like that you said like the the whole community idea i, I love that aspect of it it's perfect mm-hmm. and and Oh, there was something that you said, like, I don't know, either way, like, oh, yeah, that the, the live stream thing, like, how did you guys even get, like, asked to do that? Because, like, I I remember seeing it on your guys' profile, or on your profile, I couldn't remember which one, and, uh, what was it, I I was like, oh, cool, like, that, that'll be awesome to see, and then I, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure I saw it way later, so I was like, oh, man, I missed it, so I didn't know you could <laughs> search it, so I'm definitely gonna have to watch that, like, after this, I'm stoked. Dude. Yeah, we, uh we actually got asked by not the promoter, not the, uh, the proprietor, like the, the owner of the, of the channel, but by junior of count count time. Oh, okay. And, and he was like, he was, he had been friends with our singer. Our singer used to be in this band called mortar pride. His name is Richard. Okay. So he's been around the block and he knows like, uh, like a freak ton of people. And so he like asked them like, Hey, do you guys want to like, he's like, no, you guys don't have like anything out. He's like, but this would be a great way to like showcase your band. He's like, are you guys interested? And we're like, heck yeah. So it was a really like, it was a very like diversified night. It was us in count time. And then like a couple of hip hop artists and then like a rap and then like a rap metal cover band What (laughs) that played at the end. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. I was like, dude, this is like the, this is like the coolest thing to play during a freaking like pandemic when you can't really play shows. <laughs> That's so cool, dude. Oh man. Like, and is that, is that whole show up on- online right now? Yeah, it's on, you could actually search it on YouTube. If you, uh, Google search, I mean, Google, there I go with the Google search. Cause I'm freaking old. And I only think that Google's the only search engine in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you could youtube search uh jimmy Connus. that's jimmy j-i-m-m-y and then Connus c-a-n-a-s okay heck yeah and uh you should be able to pull up his entire uh repertoire of episodes he's done i know he's done more than ours but i think the one that you want to search for with us in it is it's the one with like advertised count time okay i don't think he's yeah i don't think we're on the like the search thing we're not cool enough yet but yeah i think <laughs> on the count time one for sure heck yeah dude and yeah <laughs> dude that's so okay dude i'm totally gonna look that up because like i was i was bummed when i i didn't see it so like yeah i'm, I'm glad okay oh i'm stoked that'll be super cool to see dude dude and then um like before like i start like diving into like all this music stuff like like mm-hmm. i actually saw on your uh like instagram like i didn't know you were a dad dude that's awesome like yeah uh, dude like how old is your kid <laughs> she's 12 
oh, okay, dude. Yeah, because like I have a six year old and I was just like, dude, like honestly, I feel like I don't have any friends that have kids. So like whenever like I meet someone like, dude, oh, this is so cool. Like, um, (laughs) so like it was like what I wanted to know is like, does, uh, does your kid like think it's cool that you play music? Um, I think she does because one day, like I try to like, I try to get her to play the bass and she was just not having it because it was just too big. And like, she couldn't (laughs) like, she couldn't like really fret the, the neck and everything. So she's all like, well, let me play guitar. And then like, I, I got the acoustic guitar out for her and it was still too big. So I like, I ordered her one on the internet and it came and I still haven't gotten around to like teach her yet because she's been like so busy with like Girl Scouts and school and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it's been sitting here. And so she's been really learning to play, to, to play guitar. But yeah, I think she really, I think she really took to it because I, I would take her to like shows and stuff like oh, that. And sick. yeah, so it was a, it was just like a really cool, like, like really like cool for like like kind of like a really good reward for her to be like well like it, it, you could learn music but you're not you could you don't have to just stick stay in your room and play music like you, there's like a whole slew of people who want to play music with you you know yeah oh dude that's yeah. so cool man oh yeah. that, oh that makes me so like that makes me stoked and also like especially like was she trying to play it was like is that like that that you have a rickenbacker right yeah that first of all that thing is stupidly beautiful and like dude thank you oh dude i when i saw it in the picture i was like oh man like i don't play bass i just want it like and (laughs) (laughs) like that was the one bass that i was just like man it once once i ever become like a man and i like i I like get real money like (laughs) i'm gonna buy that freaking bass dude oh my god like oh dude see that's so cool that you you and you own it now oh dude it's and like also, like again in that again going back to that crude dude picture, I saw the cab that like we traded for yours, which is right behind me, dude. and like I love that cab so much, especially because it's so beat up. Like it, it that's like the coolest part about it. Like Danny and I were stoked when you were like, "Yeah, let's let's trade." I was like, "What?" Like, oh, this is perfect, and like <laughs> it, it, it's crazy how many bands have like actually like wanted this cab from us like they're just like because really yeah because it's like you don't really see as many 610s as you do like fridges like the 810s and stuff yeah that's true and then uh and they're always like yeah dude this would be like perfect i was like no it's cool like i first of all i know the guy that owned it and it was awesome that he played it in so many shows and toured on it and i was like dude yeah there's no way i'm getting rid of it but like um yeah, I saw that picture that we... Tra- I was like, dude, this is so cool. And then I saw your bass, and I was like, dude, this that thing is beautiful. Like, what model is it or whatever? It is a uh, 4003 uh, 1981 Rickenbacker. Oh, dude, it looks stupidly awesome, dude. Oh, my God, I love that so yeah, much. Yeah, I, I drove all the way to um, Joshua Tree just to buy it. <laughs> No way. <laughs> yeah, on the Facebook on the Facebook uh market or whatever thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, dude, I was like, I'll be there in like two hours. <laughs> and he's like, All right, sweet. And I rolled up. I had my amp in my car because I wanted to see like I wanted to hear it play noise, you know, and then I was just like, Okay, cool. Like I can work out the rest of the kinks. And uh, I get there and I'm looking for like an outlet and then these people roll up in like this really fancy like vw like suv and like they're like oh we have an outlet in our car and we're like i'm like too freaking sweet so (laughs) i like we plugged it in and uh and if and it worked fine and i was just like dude this is the greatest find ever like dude that's so sick and then the cherry on top with the whole cabinet thing with you guys having my cabinet i freaking like was so like enamored by like your guys's tone for like the the acoustic the the 15 acoustics that, that i bought a new head i bought the orange head that you guys have oh no way the rack mount yeah i bought that because i was like dude i i, I have to have it i was like that fuzz is just too freaking awesome <laughs> dude that because i noticed it in the picture and i was like i wonder if that's his dude that's so cool yeah i did i bought it and then like i just used the uh i have the head for the acoustic 
head, but like I just use that as like a dummy and a backup. Yeah, it be, it, uh, because it just looks sick, dude. Oh, that makes it even cool. And also, like, I that that orange head is one of the greatest. Like that, like you said, you nailed it. Like, like that fuzz is literally the oh that head. Dude, I played oh. every amp. I played every bass amp you could ever you could possibly think of, man. And this one is, I absolutely love it. Oh, dude, I won't trade it for anything. Yeah. Dude, sick, dude. Yes, I'm so. Oh, oh, I'm so glad, dude. Yeah, because when like to own anything orange has always been like, I, I'm not a guitarist or anything, but to own anything orange is like a dream of mine. And when we got Hell that yeah. head, I was like, dude, I this is why do I need anything else? Like this is this exactly. Is you're not even like you're not even bummed because it's not tube. You're just like, dude, it's got like the freaking orange like logo. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the seal on top and everything <laughs> dude it's so dude i'm so glad you have one then that's it, it because it, it so you have the the, uh, the ob1 five 500 the 300 300 okay 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 like dude it's it's the greatest sounding thing on the planet i totally understand oh dude i'm so stoked oh, dude and then also so you know what like i want to start out like where you like so what like what got you into playing music like a, a, in general like was it your friend like friends or family or someone in school or something like that um it was i have no idea to be honest with you <laughs> i think it was just more so just like it was more so just like being like in the whole like punk like kind of like rock scene and people like saying oh yeah like there's we're going to go to this thing on the weekend. It's going to be a gig. And I'm like, what's a gig? And they're like, it's this thing where like a bunch of pe people like play shitty original music in like, in, in like backyards and stuff. And I was just like, sweet. Can you drink there? If you're underage and they're like, yeah, it's people's backyards. They don't give a shit what you do. And I was just like, okay, I'm down. And then I showed up and I was just like, whoa, these guys are playing worse than I play at home. And I'm just like, Dude, I could totally do this. And then I, I was just like, man, I'm, I got to find some people to start a band with. And then I started a band with some people. Like <laughs> in my in my neck of the woods, in my area, it was all very predominantly like punk and metal. Okay. And like, I love that music, but like, it's very, it's very just like, oh yeah, like we're just trying to get wasted and yeah. play shows and that's it. And I'm just like, man, like I'm trying to like, I want to do more type of a thing. Yeah. So then I started going, I started branching out and started going to like hardcore shows, started going to like, like, I don't even know like what you would call like, like Hawthorne Heights, like, like post hardcore. Like, yeah, I have yeah, no idea. Yeah. But like, I started going to those types of shows and I was just like, okay, well like I'll go here and then eventually I'll like meet somebody that like wants to jam. And then like, I met some, 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 some kids and I was just like, dude, like let's freaking play music. And we started a, a band we started a band and we had no idea what to what to call our band and it was just one of those dilemmas where like we didn't want to call our band something because then we'd sound like we were trying to, to sound too hard like this other band and we we're oh, just yep. like oh crap yeah <laughs> so yeah we just uh we always just like invented our own words and then that's when we we uh, started my first band which is the malaru and that was like dude that band we like we were a band for like seven to eight years and like we Whoa. toured and like we got spawned, like we got endorsed by like Ernie Ball and like all these different, like SJC drums, truth drums. Like, yeah, <laughs> we, like we did, we played one show on the warp tour. What? We won this like contest, Dude. this Atticus contest where like we were supposed to open for Finch on the reunion tour, but then we broke up. What? <laughs> what yeah, no dude. way yeah dude so our singer and the guitar player who sang backups which is some two dudes you cannot replace in a band yeah <laughs> um we're having like a riff or some sort of like ego trip and eventually just called the called it quits on the band and then come come like two months later our manager like he emails he emails me and somebody else in the band and he's just like oh yeah the band that was supposed to that you guys were supposed to open for was finch and you guys were supposed to do all of the west coast states and i was just like oh, damn oh my god way dude. to drop the ball guys dude <laughs> dude oh my oh my god dude just <laughs> dude what the hell like like 
oh man just put aside your differences dudes and Mm -hmm. just please oh that's and also to hear that like that that like i did i i'm so glad you said the name i already forgot it because it's very hard to say but like uh the uh that band sounds sounded so sick and i'm so bummed that you guys didn't do more because like i i love that type of music so much and it was very like it was very ahead of its time for the music that was happening then like the music that was happening then was very like was very much uh very pop rock like very like my american heart like oh, okay. uh, this other band called panama like all those like that type of sound like that whole like california like emo pop rock sound yeah and we did not we weren't into that we were more into like the whole like dark like post hardcore like very like iridescent like chords and like just kind of like whole mood of every like the very gloomy mood of everything Dude. So that was already like the thing. Like that's the thing now, you know. But like mm-hmm, then yeah. it was just like it wasn't the thing. Dude, God, like that's ins- especially to be before the time and have so many endorsements is, dude. That is so unheard of now. And like, God, dude, Truth and SJC. That's like uh, to say the word Truth in a band is m- massive. Like. And like Ernie Ball, dude, what? Oh my God. I didn't know that. That's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. We just, it's, it's honestly, it's not even about being on the label. It's, it's just having like the best man, like best manager, like literally the best, like the best person that knows how to communicate with people kind of in a way, you know, like, cause he was the kind of dude that like we would go on the road with. And he would like talk Chipotle into giving us free food. And it was just like, I was just like, dude, this guy is a freaking blessing for like, like poor musicians. (laughs) Dude, that's so cool, man. Like, oh, dude. Oh, (laughs) dude, I'm so stoked. That story is so like the coolest thing and like the worst thing at the same time. It's like, dude, (laughs) that's so sick, dude. I felt so bad for him, though, because I was just like, man, he put so much of his effort into our band and we ended up just like breaking up like at the wrong time you know and it was just like man if we would have done this one tour i feel like it would have gone like full circle for like our all of like all of the hard work that our manager put into us like it would have gone full circle for him if like we would have just been able to deliver on that oh definitely oh 100 percent, dude that would have been it would have been because like not only was it going to be rewarding for you guys but it would have been like crazy that he 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 got that for you guys and like it, it like because he's basically like like the fifth or sixth or whatever member of the band at that point because he's gotten you all yeah dude that would have been perfect yeah dude but yeah but stuff happens man and that's that's just life you know you have to just you kind of just have to roll with it yep. you know and yep. then move on and then just you always have to remember that like you you're you're an individual like you're not like you're not like this this part of this group and you're not part of this scene you just have to just like find your own way out kind of a thing you know and you have to like individualize yourself in more in in a way in a sense yeah exactly dude god you you're like a freaking book dude that's so sick (laughs) That, that that like like I, I love that. And like you saying that exact, like that right there, like I had to go back and look at the date, but like that post that you made on Instagram, like on like October 28th, like, like I love that quote. Like, like the one, especially at the end, like it says the best part of life was when I died. Like no one says that. And I, I, I seriously, like I even posted saying like, yo dude, this is unreal. Like I love this. And, and like you said, like, like what made you even post that? I I, I think it was on your birthday, right? I have no, I don't even remember when that post would happen. Oh, dude. Yeah. But like, like, oh, it, I, whatever it, it was so, I don't know. It was just so in depth. And like, you were talking about like all of like, like, yo, like always like keep pushing, like how you just said, like you're like an individual, make sure you keep doing what you want and all this stuff. And yeah. I, yeah. I loved it's, it. Thanks, man. Like, I just feel like people lose track. I feel like not only just in like, in the whole band life but like in like everywhere like whether it be like relationships or friendships or like uh business partnerships you know like there's always that like strain and that stress the extra stress that like people put into like 
that like that like not not a codependency but kind of like that affiliation or that association yeah you know that they just kind of like forget about themselves in a in a way and like they have to really like take like take a step like take a step back and digress and be like hey like what like what really makes me happy and why am i doing this again you know and it's like why like why am i stressing myself out for this and it's like oh yeah because i'm grateful for this this and that type of thing yeah and i think that's what people forget is like they get caught so caught up in like the end result that they like don't like take a minute to like really like take a step back and enjoy the journey and like learn that like hey man if like if you're willing if you're willing to go to the journey you have to be willing to take the bumps and the bruises and the losses you know because that's how you really win <laughs> dude that's so awesome man like that it, it, it and it's true dude like I, I, I like, again, like I, like when you posted that, like exactly right there, like what you just said again, like it's, I, I, I feel like that's like a, like a mantra to live by, dude. Like it, it's, it's, it, well, it is, it clearly is. But like, yeah. I feel like everyone, like what, like you said, whether it be like bands, relationships, friendships, whatever, like it's, it's perfect, dude. Like no matter what, there is going to be bad times. So take it for what it is and just enjoy it like i I, again i just i needed to bring it up because when you posted it i was so stoked on it dude yeah that's that's i think now i know why i posted that i I think i posted that because i was uh i had been so used to um to being uh, an employee you know and recently i had just come into an opportunity where I like became my own, like I became my own business, you know, and I work from home and I'm like licensed by the state. Oh, sick. And, uh, and literally like it was, it's been such a transformation, you know, that like, it's very scary because it's like, it's, I'm venturing into something that like, I'm like unknown with and not necessarily uncomfortable, but like, I'm very uncomfortable in the fact that it's very, like, it's very dark in here, you know, because it's very unknown to me still. Yeah. So like it, it was very like it's very easy for people's influence and like people around me could to like for for when I talk about it all they really hear is like me just painting like a really negative picture about like this opportunity that, that I'm doing. Yeah. And they just automatically like think, "Oh, well just don't do it." You know, like go go like go do like go do the the safe route, you know, type of the thing and yeah. I'm just like, "No, like I kind of like I kind of like it, you know, because yeah. it's very uncertain, but like at the same time like it's very like it's very like it's very freeing at the same time. Oh, dude, yeah, you're your if you're your own boss, like you you control what goes on. Like if say if you didn't want to get up and like you quote unquote called off, like that's everything's on you. Like that's like that's the scary part. Like exactly. Like, and, yeah. Uh, dude, like that's that's insane that like like i'm and then also like what i've what i've always told everyone especially it's like usually in relationships but like whenever you're talking to someone you're usually you're gonna tell them about all the negative stuff because you want their input like you want to know what their idea is like maybe they can help you with this or this like 99 percent of the time you're not going to really tell people about the positive stuff because like it was sick why would you need to like convey that to anyone you had that moment which was perfect but like if there's something negative in your life you want to figure out like yo was i wrong or like should i've done this differently or something like that so yeah like you convey the darkness just because you like in my head like it's like oh well wonder what you would think about this like tell me like or whatever exactly and then you get like you either get people's like salt like empathy or you get like constructive criticism you know or you Mm -hmm. get like how they would how they would react in that kind of situation or like sometimes you get like this distaste you know or or something you know but it's like dude it's 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 insane like it's Mm -hmm. there's so many there's (laughs) that that's so cool dude like so like if you don't mind me asking like what do you what do you do um, I actually just became a uh, financial advisor. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. So my pretty much just my whole thing was growing up. Like I never like I never thought like I never thought like, oh, like people like 
people could be like cash cash money rich you know like i thought like i lived in like the demographic bracket like where people like were always having like credit cards and like staying in debt you know yeah. and like paying interest for the rest of their life yeah and i was just like man where are if i if if i could ever do it i would be a person that could be in a situation where they can help everyone regardless of like how much money they have in the bank because that's pretty much like there's there's like pro tier financial advisors and those people like work usually work for big banks like chase bank of america and stuff like that yeah and they only like target people who have like a minimum of like three hundred thousand dollars in their savings account damn so that like so yeah the financial so like the the bracket for like financial advisors for like middle to like lower class families is very small so that's basically why i started doing this so i could just like help pretty much anybody i started working for this agency uh called tenacity and they've been super great and warm like welcoming and like teaching me the like the ways of how like how this can be done for like every family in, in America. Wow. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. And like, that's, that's our mission. And like, I, I really, I really dig it. I like the whole, like the whole punk rock ethos behind it where like they could help anybody regardless of like how much money they have in the bank. Damn. That's really cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I do, man. I help, I help people get out of debt and uh, set them up with either set them up with life insurance or, death insurance you know i i don't i don't work for an insurance company per se but like i do work with over 200 companies in the in the country dude that dude that's so cool that's badass dude like and i and also like to be a financial advisor like i i it's funny because i feel like being in a band that like being or being in bands that toured or used to tour or whatever like also helps because like you had to also budget your money and like figure out all that exactly shit. yeah <laughs> then you're then you're wondering why you're having freaking dollar menu every night yep. you know <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool dude like dude right there like your life's just coming full circle man like that's so sick and yeah and if you know if the pandemic ever ends and I'm in the situation where one of the bands decides to like to do like a string of shows. Like I could definitely just work on like my iPad, you know, all I need is Wi-Fi, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Yeah. And so like now I'm in a position where I could live like my dream life and then still, still make money and like help people at the same time, you know? Oh dude, that's, that's the dream, dude. That's so badass, dude. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool, dude dude okay well then okay well back like what i uh what i wanted to do is like so like after your after th that band broke up the uh, it's crazy to think that like first of all the the ma how do you say it the mal malaroo the malaroo malaroo uh after yeah. the, after they broke up like first of all to know that they that was your first band is crazy because it sounded so good like i'm not saying you like in general most first bands are like you have a garage recording with like an old phone. Oh no, that was us. And like, we had, a, that was like us, but like, I didn't even want to bring that band up because of the recording <laughs> was so bad. And like, oh, we dude. didn't even have merchant or anything like that. So that's <laughs> the, the very first band that I started with the singer was the singer of the Malaru, And it was called the bloodline contrition. We were so freaking, we were so freaking terrible. <laughs> it was like the most generic post-hardcore band you've ever heard in your life. And we had the crappiest recordings that were recorded on somebody's laptop. Like the little laptop record, like oh, microphone. no way. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> Dude. Well, still like, like you, you, you came from that, like a laptop recording right to that band, which sounds like good to to today's standards still and it was dude that that's on okay so like that's awesome to know because like if i was like like that was your first band i would be like dude you started off on like a great level dude that's insane <laughs> Damn. it took you know it it took a lot of it took a lot of like shitty like shitty playing in band and then for <laughs> me to like finally join a band with like musicians that you kind of like feel are like at your level or a little bit or a little bit higher than your level. And yeah. then you start, it, it starts to bring out your a game, you know? And then I think that's, 
that's what happened with that band was that everybody was just freaked out that it was our first time playing with their with the drummer because the the drummer in that band used to be in like the whole like west covina like uh hardcore punk rock like hardcore scene oh wow and like the whole yeah the christian hardcore scene in west covina and we like our bands never really mixed and so like one day like i was friends i was friends with his girlfriend and he was she was just like oh yeah like my boyfriend plays drums in a band i'm just like dude i'm trying to start a new band and then that's how we started that band and it was just like dude like this drummer's freaking amazing that was that dude carlos that you and your brother uh went to his house oh no way <laughs> yeah yeah he used to be i don't know if you're familiar he used to be in a band called nevea tears and divide the day okay they sound familiar they're like from like they're from like i think west nevada tears was from west covina i know divide the day was from like the desert area oh wow really yeah mm-hmm. oh wow dude no like i've heard the names but i've never heard like listened to them though damn dude that that's crazy but yeah we started that band and it was just like it was one of those things where it was just like man like i better freaking try to play the best that i could play or else like this dude's gonna think I suck, and then he's gonna like <laughs> ask one of his cooler friends to come jump yeah. on, <laughs> dude. And like, what what drew you to bass? Like, personally, I love I love bass. Like, if I wasn't playing, like, if I if I didn't like love drums so much, like, I would <laughs> I would personally love to play bass. And like, like, what made you? What drew you to that in general? Um originally i wanted to play drums oh really um yeah but i i found that they were too expensive to mm-hmm. to keep up with and i thought that like to be a great drummer you had to play like dave Grohl yeah. and like yeah. hit, hit your drums like they owed you money <laughs> so i was just like no this seems very expensive because i don't think i want to like buy a 300 hundred dollar symbol every like three or four months or so you know it sucks so i was just like you know what i'd rather just I'd rather just play bass because it's kind of like, it's kind of like the middle between guitar and drums. It's yep. kind of like the glue yeah. between the drummer and like staying in tune with like the guitar. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. So I was just like, dude, bass is perfect. That's cool, dude. And like, also like, it seems like in all the bands you've played in, which you have a crazy list of bands that you've played in. And like, like it just, it's cool that like, you were a dedicated bass player because like, I, I hate when I, I'm always bummed whenever you hear like a, a guitar player is like, well, I'm a guitar player, but I'm going to fall back to bass just because like, we don't have uh, a bassist to play. And it's just like, like it sounds like you're like a bass player. And that's, what's very rare to me. And I, I love knowing that it's so sick, dude. And dude, it's so noticeable too, because when it's, you see like bigger bands do it. Like I remember when, uh, I think Steve from Steve Bash, I think his it was his name for the first bass player from Every Time I Die. Oh, okay. That dude, when that dude left the band and they got some other guy to play bass from, that guy was a guitar player ba- playing bass. And so like when you could when you heard when like you'd go see them live, he would like automatically just like double the guitar like the guitar riffs and he wouldn't really follow like the groove that like Rap Boy and the bass player had going on like together on some parts and i was just like man you could really tell when like it's a guitar player playing bass than a bass player because the bass player is always listening to like the overall groove of the drums and then the the guitar player is always listening to like the the high frequency of the guitars you know yeah exactly dude that's awesome man like like i i love that, that how you said it like like it's basically the the in-between of drums and guitar because i've never thought of it that way and it's insanely true like that's like like it is the glue first of all like it's always it's always crazy when i i i love bass i love hearing it like that's why like whenever like we record we actually do now record like bass instead of having like it recorded the way we play live but like oh okay yeah like because like both both Riley and I like love bass so much and it's always just like damn like I it's it's it always feels like a missing part and like yeah having like a dedicated bass player like you is so badass dude I I love I love hearing that dude and it's just there's just that also that thing too in my area it's just like there's too many people that play guitar yeah yeah there's too many people that play guitar and it's just like man like I'm just going to be that one guy 
Yeah. Or like won't <laughs> ever buy a guitar like just to have a guitar because I feel like it would distract me yep. from like trying to like really master my craft. It's been I've been playing bass since I was 16 years old and I still don't feel like I've, I've mastered my craft as a bass player yet. Oh, dude. See, that's cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I feel like just because like, because th there is always something, something out there that you can learn no matter what. And like, yeah, there's definitely a par point where you're like, oh, dude, I'm not, I'm not bad. Like, I'm actually pretty good. And like, and then you like, then you're like, oh, then you see someone else. It's like, dude, how did he do that? And like, you have to figure it out. Like, yeah, dude. The the mastering of a craft almost seems like it's the light at the end of the tunnel that keeps getting pushed farther and farther back every time you walk towards it. Exactly. And that's just like life, man. Like you just have to take it like life. You have to be like, hey man, like you're either continuing to learn and change and adapt, or like you're just kind of like you're just getting stale and like you're getting comfortable and you get complacent you know and it's yep. just like you want to pick one or the other type of a thing dude exactly exactly dude that that is the best way to put it oh, dude and then so okay after that <laughs> yeah, it's so cool dude like like again like i i love this because like I, I, because like I, I've always thought you were like such a cool dude. Like when I first met you, and like I've been, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. And like when I messaged you saying like, "Yo, would you ever want to come on?" You were like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yes!" Like because <laughs> <laughs> like I just thought like you have this like automatic to me automatic friendliness. Like you were you're like you're you're in it for the right reason. And I loved that. And I could feel that just even by you playing bass. Like I didn't even need to talk to you. And I already knew that like, I could probably walk up to you and be like, Hey, what's up? And you'd be like, what's up best friend. I'm like, Oh, cool. Like, <laughs> but like, I, I always thought that was really cool. And, uh, what was I going to say? Dude, I, I, I don't know. Like, so I was just stoked that you were, you were down to come on and, uh, but yeah, like it, like, Dude, I had a point and it disappeared. So you know what? It happens. Uh, yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> but like, so what? How did you go from the mal again? The the band name I can't say. Uh, <laughs> dude, like, oh, uh, after that, what did you go? What did you move on to next? Um. So after the Malaru, we pretty much tried to start other bands with the singer without the the other guy that played that sang backups and and played guitar who was a very crucial part of the band so that's okay. why we just dropped the, the whole band name and uh we started bad form or whatever like whatever you whatever you and your brother came up on when you guys came to sell me the, the amp oh yeah and uh so we started jamming and uh it turned out that uh El Jefe from No Effects yeah. was actually scouting us to put on his label. What? <laughs> and so, yeah, so this dude, I think it was like probably, probably like, I want to say like maybe like three or four months before you guys bought the cab, he actually came down to like watch his practice inside that very garage. <laughs> what? Yeah. And like, he thought, he thought we were like, he thought we were crap. Like he thought like, the our, like the singer he was good and the songs were good but like he thought like the rest of us were crap so like Whoa. he basically was just like hey like you like you uh, you you could start a band but like i know these cats and it ended up those cats ended up being uh what is his name uh the drummer from the drummer from, i don't even know their names but the drummer from yellow card and the guitar player from yellow card <laughs> whoa and he was like, I know these guys that, that want to play mu your music. And I was just like, dude, you better freaking do this. Like, as one of your best friends who's known you forever, you should, you need to go do this. Yeah. And so he went off and started, uh, dude, I don't even remember the name of their band, but like, they ended up getting signed to No Hell uh, Hefe from No Effects' label called Cybertracks. <laughs> and they were, uh, they were um they were really freaking they were really freaking great and they got to tour with like lag wagon and stuff like that and <laughs> what? then ended up being uh they ended up breaking up because i guess the uh the drummer the drummer and the uh and my singer my best friend chris they actually got into a scuffle oh wow yeah so they ended up breaking up and been pretty 
It's been pretty crappy. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's ridiculous, man. Yeah, but it was it was pretty cool to see him like go do really big things, you know? Yeah. And uh yeah, that's about it and then pre pretty much pretty much just uh I stayed home and just started playing music with whoever was willing to have me play music with them. Dude. And that's how I met Crew Dudes because I ended up was I was in a band with Brandon for a little bit called Biff and we just wanted to rip off Jawbreaker. <laughs> nice. And uh, he was just like, oh, uh, we don't have a bass player. And I'm like, dude, let me come play bass for you guys. And he thought I was like joking. <laughs> and I was just like, because <laughs> like I was in like, I was in like that band, the Mallory Room. And he's just like, He's just like, man, he's like, you want to join my band? And I was just like, yeah, dude, I want to join your <laughs> band because that, like, to me, their band was so, like, bare bones, you know? And yes. I loved it. I loved that there was no ego. I loved that, like, it was just, like, just, like, th like three friends having fun playing music, you Yes, know? exactly. And, and I was just like, dude, this is, this is amazing. Like, this is what I've been missing. Oh, dude. Oh, that's so cool yeah dude but yeah then i've been with them ever since that's so cool because like because even when i had brandon on like he was talking to me about like when, when you joined and he was just like exact same story like he was you were just like yeah let me play and he was like but like why <laughs> and i was like <laughs> and like i'm like i feel like that's the best way to have a band anyways it should just be like three friends like it, it should almost be as if like you go see them live. It looks like three dudes walked off like the floor that said like, yo, I guess we could try and play some music. And like, <laughs> like exactly. That's my favorite. And like, and also like, I love the energy you guys have. Like I, like from the first time we played with you guys, I was stoked. Like it was, ah, oh, dude, I'm, I'm just, I can't wait for that live thing. And I am, I'm just like, you got like, again, you guys have always been so badass, and I'm just glad you, ended up joining them somehow like how so how did you end up meeting them did you know them before and then just i knew them? i knew of them yeah um i knew of them because my sister's boyfriend my sis my younger sister she's like i think she's like three or four years younger than me and mm -hmm. she grew up listening to like all like the same music i grew up listening to like saves the day and get up kids oh, okay stuff like that and uh, she really got into the whole that whole scene, and then she got with this. She got she started dating this 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 guy Anthony, who was like really good friends with everybody in Crew Dudes. Uh huh. And I was just like, I was always asking questions about about them, and I was just, he was just like, oh yeah, he's like they're playing a show in their backyard, and then like I went to go check them out, and and then I I, I talked to all of them, and everybody seemed really nice, and then like we were just all like we were we were friends and i never i wasn't in the band i was just kind of like the friends yeah. and and then one day like they're like oh yeah our bass player left and i was just like okay well i'll i'll freaking play bass if you guys have me <laughs> you know like i don't know if like you guys are always just only keep like you guys have an age limit in your band or something <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's how that happened that's awesome dude like I like I, I I'm just glad that like all of you guys like did eventually like like you, like <laughs> the age limit that's perfect like I like it's it, it's just cool because it, it just works everything it, it just uh, to me like I would have never guessed you would have joined that band because it looks like like the way you guys work it looks like you guys have already been like friends for years and just it just felt natural to me like whenever I saw you guys it didn't look like you joined it was just like you're an original member and see that's what a lot of people tell us too and i'm just like no man i'm like the freaking fourth or fifth bass player i feel like i'm in the movie <laughs> spinal tap and i'm just gonna like blow up <laughs> yeah right <laughs> dude dude and then like because you sent me like a huge list of bands like you said like in like like you were in like such a mess and then like when i looked up like like i, li I listened to that and because i've heard of that band forever and then i heard like stanley in the search was was Stanley the first band that you were in that was pressed to vinyl? Yes, dude. Th it, that's so sick. Sorry, sorry. Like, uh, how did that feel? But I never, I never got to see any of it. So I was what? basically in the band when we recorded that, and then once 
and then I was in the band, we recorded it, and then I left, and then that's when the vinyl came out. Oh, <laughs> and I was just damn. like, oh, terrific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn, dude. That's crazy. Like, like so like, because those, those, both those bands are like pop punk, correct? Yes. And like, so are you, are you, deep down, are you a pop punk kid? Um... Not really. Not, <laughs> yeah. not per se. I think I'm more of I think I'm more of a punk kid. Yeah. That just like happened to know that just happened to know people that like just wanted to play pop punk music. Yep. <laughs> but like I I I was very endeared to it because of the fact that it was only three chords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was right up my alley, you Heck know? Yeah. I, I just I just didn't have to play them as hard or as as fast, you know? Oh, dude. That's cool, dude. Like, and that makes sense. Like, that totally, <laughs> that totally makes sense too. Yeah, because all the punk kids in my area, like, all they wanted to do was like get wasted and like keep playing on their crappy crate amps, you know. And yeah. I'm just like, no, man. Like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> crate. That's, <laughs> dude. So, okay, out out of like your whole like, like re- like recording history, like like. Has there is which one has been like your favorite recording process or like where has been like the coolest place you've gotten to record at? Oh man, I I would have to say, I would have to say, um, oh, what was the name of that studio? It was called it was Paramount Studios. It wasn't the what? Paramount Studios like the movie studios. That was just the name of that recording studio. Oh okay, and it was so memorable. We didn't even get the music out. I don't think. We oh. never even heard any of the music from there, but it was the best freaking experience ever because we were tracking in there and then all of a sudden abruptly having to pack because P. Diddy and his entourage was coming up there to record music. What? No way. Yeah. No, 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 not P. Diddy. I'm sorry. It was Dr. Dre. Oh my God. What? Yeah, it was Dr. Dre. So like we we're there and then you could see like there's like, like a camera room in the lobby and then, like, if you're chilling in the lobby, all you all the, you just see like four or five Escalades roll up into that freaking place, and <laughs> no you're just like, way. and then everybody's just like, oh, Doctor, they're all Dre's here, Dre's here, and then everybody like starts announcing it, and then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we have to shut down the studio because Dr. Dr. Dre's here. He doesn't want anybody here when when he like records <laughs> artists and stuff. <laughs> no way, dude. Yeah. So that was like, honestly, that was the one of the coolest experience ever. One of the other ones was recording with the Malaru and we were recording in this really sh- like dumpy studio in Burbank right next to the airport. Oh, wow. And we were recording with Jim Wirt, who's done uh, Jack's Mannequin. Whoa. He did uh, Incubus's Fungus Among Us, I think. Whoa, dude. And uh, yeah, we recorded, uh, I forgot the, the name of our EP was the Nightmares EP, but mm-hmm. we recorded it there with Jim Wirt. And randomly, like there would be musicians that showed up, and one of those musicians was Wes Borland of the band Limp Biscuit. What? Yeah, and that dude like <laughs> rolled up in, rolled up into the studio with like an eighteen pack of Tegate, and he's like handing us beers, and he's like showing us like his freaking like, like freaking like cases of of free pedals that he gets. What, dude? No way. He, Honestly, hands down, the freaking one of the freaking coolest dudes I've ever met in rock and roll, West Borland. Damn, no, dude. And yeah, <laughs> to know you met someone from Limp Bizkit's ridiculous, <laughs> dude. That oh, dude, like that having that like a sp- like the studio setting just sounds like it would be such like a fun process. And oh, dude, and like to, to know that you were recording and had to pack up because Dre was coming in is ridiculous dude like that that's something that you would hear like on like like someone like being like yeah like we had to just dude that's just so funny dude that's That's like a vh1 behind the like behind the music kind of story yes dude exactly i was trying to think of that that's exactly what it is (laughs) dude and then like one thing is like i know i know like all bands like can hold like a really like special place in your heart, but is there is there one band that like you miss playing in the most? One band I miss playing in the most. Yeah, it would have to be this one band that I played in for a, a short instant. Yeah, was this band called La Licoma Rev? Yeah, and we were like a Norma Jean ripoff band. Oh, what? Yeah, Dude. and it was the. I was honestly the lineup. The, if 
if I could put together the lineup of bands that we played with, it was like it 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 impresses the hell out of me. Like we <laughs> Dude, we go. played oh. we played with like Horse the band. What? We oh. played with this one other band. I think they were called Makoto. What? Dude, I dude, I just had the vocalist on last week. <laughs> no no way, really? Yeah, dude. <laughs> And then this, and then uh, we we played for Kyoto's, like the first rendition of Kyoto's. <laughs> dude, <laughs> what the hell, dude? Yeah, dude. I think that was like the the out of all the bands, I think that was the one because it was like the cool. We played the coolest shows. Dude, do do you guys have any recordings? Um, you know what? To this day, like we had a. Uh, what was that? The we had a pure volume and a hardcore MP3. I don't know if you remember that, but Whoa, it was like a yeah. hosting. Yeah, we had a hardcore MP3, and then that like site went under. And uh, if you could find us on pure volume, dude, I would, I would freaking like, I'll give you like twenty bucks, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Dude, oh, dude, yeah, please, like, message me the name, and I'm gonna dive deep, because if it's a Norma Jean ripoff, that's, like, one of the best bands, like, that, like, what was, so was it the Josh Scoggin era, like, when they did Martyr, like? Kind of, yeah, it oh. was that, like, whole era that we try to, like, we try to rip off. Oh, dude, that's the perfect, that's the only era to rip off, dude, I'm still trying to rip <laughs> that off, dude, like, that's sick. Oh, man, that's so cool. Oh, <laughs> dude i'm so stoked that's so cool oh my god dude that's oh that 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 oh i'm i'm gonna find it dude i'm gonna i'm gonna have to like i'll, find, I'll, I'll send you the name because it's 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 spelled very weird so oh dude oh i'm so excited dude oh that's so yeah. cool dude and then okay so i have two more questions for you go ahead okay so i want to do this for both like evil ways and crude dudes. So if, if both like two separate, two separate answers though, if your bands were, if those were a TV show, what shows would they be? Oh man. <laughs> TV show wise for evil ways. I think for crude dudes, it would, I would have to be workaholics. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. <laughs> workaholics for sure because of the like the nuttiness that comes with like that's like crew dudes is the most unserious band i've ever been in <laughs> that like just works somehow <laughs> and that's how i feel about workaholics like that's the show so um evil ways i would have to say man probably bojack horseman <laughs> really yeah <laughs> because it's like i'm in a band with dudes who like were f like in were in bigger bands like back in the day or like are still in big bands now so like it's kind of like me like like walk walking on eggshells around them which is how <laughs> i feel like about like all the characters around bojack horseman yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome dude uh, dude, I, like, I haven't heard Workaholics or BoJack on here yet, and like, <laughs> I, I love Workaholics is perfect for crude dudes, dude. Like that is so good. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch that for a music video idea now. Oh, dude, please, <laughs> <laughs> dude. And then, so like, the last question I like to ask everyone is. What has been like the best show you have ever played and then the worst show? But uh, I like to start it with the best and end it with the worst. So go with your best show. The best show I ever played was at the Glass House. Oh, we dude. Opened, it was in the Malaru and we opened for Emery and what? Hawthorne Heights. What? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. That was the best show because we, were, we weren't even supposed to be on that show. It was supposed to be the Color Fred, which is Fred Maraschino, ex yeah. Taking Back Sunday's new band, yeah. uh, the Color Fred. They were supposed to open, but something happened to one of the members and they couldn't, they couldn't come out west. So the drummer from Hawthorne Heights requested us. What? Wait. Yeah, like what? Yeah, he requested us by like by name. I don't know how he knew about us, dude. Yeah, that was and that was to this day hands down the best show because Emery are like the nicest dudes ever. They locked. They like played a prank on our guitar player, 
while he was in the restroom, they like <laughs> lined up their massive road cases against the door so he couldn't get out. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, it was the best time. <laughs> dude, that's dude. You played with Emery and Hawthorne Heights. That dude, your your like lineup of bands that you've played with is dumb, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so cool, dude. And I think the worst show I ever played, and I think it has to do more with like under the circumstances, I okay. think was in the same band and and it wasn't it wasn't like the worst show because it was like the show was like bad. Yeah. But just like the the more of the circumstances shadowed the night because of the <laughs> fact that we were playing, we got to play with Let Live. What? And this was way before like <laughs> Let Live blew up and yeah. nobody like nobody like really cared, but we did and we were mega fans. But our our friend had been uh our friend had been like uh had been killed. Whoa. I think like yeah, like a, a few days before that show. And uh our minds weren't like in the right spot and it was yeah. just like it was just one of those shows for me where I was like super looking forward to it. And then that, like, and then that tragedy happens. And then I was just like, man, like, what a damper, you know? Yeah. And we were, it was the perfect bill. It was Let Live in Venice Beach in, like, their area. And I was just like, man, this is going to go off. And we just weren't in, like, in the right headspace to, like, we played, we played the show and then we just booked it right after. Damn, dude. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's like a terrible shit. Like, that's terrible, dude. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, like that's probably the worst show I ever played. Damn. Well, yeah, that, that, that like exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if the show was bad or not. Like that definitely overshadows everything. And mm -hmm. dude, that's, 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 that is definitely dark, dude. That sucks, man. <laughs> dude. But yeah, but yeah, that was, that was pretty much the worst. That was probably the worst show I ever played hands down. Jeez, dude. That, 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 yeah, that, it makes sense, dude. But like, <laughs> I like again, like your your lineup of bands, like you you just casually throw out Let Live. That was cool. Uh, <laughs> but like, it was just great. It was great, like being in that era. I think for me to like be like consistently in that era, like knowing every freaking band that like you knew was gonna make something of themselves, or they were just kind of like just like kind of like fade away into like the barrage of like other local bands yeah know? yeah exactly dude so it was really cool it was it was it was like the most satisfying thing in the world to me like it almost made me it made me feel as happy as if like i made it when i saw like as how big let live blew up i was just like yeah hell yeah those guys freaking deserved it dude see i i love that like that's exactly like Dude, the person you are is sick, dude, because, like, that's exactly how I feel, because, like, if one of my friend's bands blew up and, like, I didn't, like, it's going to be like, dude, yes, like, I'm just glad someone I know is doing it the right, like, it, it's it's working. Exactly, and it, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that feeling. Yeah, because it does feel like you're a part of it, even though, like, you're just friends with them. That That's badass, dude. Dude. And then, like, dude, so, dude, thank you for coming on. This has been cool, dude. No, thank you for having me. It's been it's been a blast. I didn't even feel like we, like, spent probably, like, an hour talking. Dude, dude, <laughs> I know. Like 15 minutes. Dude, seriously, like, because, like, like I, I love going off on tangents and everything. Like, it's always, uh -huh. it's, it's always so cool because, like, I was like, oh, hey, what about this? And then, like, it's, like, cool. And then dive deep into something else. Like, I love that. Like, because, like, what I've, I've, I've told people before is that, like, I, I wanted to like start this podcast to like to learn about my friends and everything and like I've only met you only like, a handful of times and now like the next time I hang out with you I could totally be like dude I know who you are this time like I, I it's not it's not, <laughs> it's not gonna be the typical like show thing where you're like hey what's up how was your week see you later like that's it like like I that's what I love doing this like to be able to get to know who people are for the first time. Oh yeah, this is a freaking great outlet to like really know some because yeah, like you said, you you really don't know anybody like at a show because it's everything's so like fast paced, you yep. know, and everything's go go go. Yep, exactly. So this is like a great way to like breathe and get to know people. Exactly. Yes, exactly, dude. But dude, again, like, so what I'm gonna do is like say like a fake goodbye, and I'm gonna uh, talk to you after I stop the recording. 
Sounds good. Okay, dude. So I will talk to you later. Thanks again for coming on, man. All right. Thanks again. <laughs> Bye. We made it, guys. Guess what? My arms are up in the air. Episode 52. This has been a full year. One every week. It's insane. And guess what? I've really wanted it to be Omar. I've been wanting to talk to him because he's such a cool dude. And I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I was just so stoked to have him be this episode. So thank you, Omar, for coming on. Please go check out Evil Ways and Crew Dudes. Crew Dudes has been so badass like i love playing with them they're just all really good dudes like it's just been so cool but thank you for everyone that stayed with me for this whole year just listening to me talk to these awesome people and just like hearing me blabber on and on but like it's been so so fun so i've thank you so much for anyone that's listened has like thrown any sort of money at me has said like yo this is cool or like anything it's been so rewarding i love doing this and i can't wait to see who i get on next it's it's sick but again omar thank you so much for coming on this has been that was so sick oh man it was so sick so i hope everyone enjoyed it omar i hope you enjoyed it i hope you enjoyed it i hope you enjoyed it and everybody gets a free car or whatever okay i'm sorry i'm not oprah but hello bye and thank you again for listening it was this has been super cool. I'm so stoked that it's been a year. It's mind-blowing. But um, guess what? I will see you on the next episode.